no better way to get better at football than playing football. So, like, you know. Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Ryan, end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it! Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts Cast, part of the Pigskin Podcast Network. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts Cast. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. Yo, yo, yo. If you're on YouTube, please ring that bell with the subscribe button. Don't forget to give us a like and comment below throughout the video while you're watching. Yeah, Give us your thoughts. Give us your comments. That's the best way to support us, guys, and it's completely free. Jamal, <laughs> uh, up? B- before we get started on our main segment, uh, you, you've been up? seeing the Lamar Jackson rumblings to the Colts, oh, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Look, I'm not a proponent of this, but, you know, because it's, it's going to be so much guaranteed money. I, I think that's what Lamar Jackson's after, and I don't think we have that in the escrow account right now. No, <laughs> that, that he would want. But then again, if, Jer- if Jim Mersey and Ballard, somehow find a way to make it happen like Colts Nation should be ecstatic like that this is not like a Matt Ryan entering his 37th year this isn't Carson Wentz this isn't Jacoby Brissett like this is Lamar Jackson so that's all I'm gonna say about that for now but you know if it does happen we'll do a whole episode about it I don't think it will but. I don't. I don't think it will either. But that that would be different if that happened, man. I saw the, the Ravens. I don't know what they're doing. It's like all this they're weird tagging. The on yeah, them. I know they are. You ain't lying. Two first round picks, or they can match the contract. It's weird, man. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like uh, what they what the Suns did with DeAndre Ayton when like the the Pacers like offered all that money and the Suns like we don't want you. Then the Pacers offered it and they was like, oh, we gonna match that. You stay in here. Like, I feel <laughs> like that's what the Ravens gonna do. They just yeah, gonna match no, whatever kinda... the, the highest bid. That's exactly how it is. So they want the player to test the market. Look, mm-hmm. go go see what you can get. You know, if if we like it, we're going to match it and keep you. But we're not just going to give you a $50 million contract with 250 guaranteed. Let's go see yeah. if somebody else will pay you that before we even consider it. It's crazy. And that's business. But yeah, neither here nor there. We're, we're not going to spend too much time on it. Jamal, guess what's around the corner, though? What's that? There's this thing called free agency. Starts March 15th. We can't always hit the stars in the NFL draft. This is why we have to be vigilant. We have to be aggressive as possible no matter what. I know we're, the Colts are probably the least aggressive team in, in free agency. <laughs> but <laughs> it's going to be a stressful time for the Colts. Uh, you know, We're, we're going to have to go over three free agents that the Indianapolis Colts should target in the free agency on the main segment we have about 12 million in cap space as it stands now that's sub- subject to change with matt ryan and probably nick Foles getting gutted and cutted uh there'll probably be others but i do think those two are guaranteed uh to be released matt ryan will save us around 17 million nick Foles about 2 million that, that's a good chunk we'll take it um but let's get right into our first target jamal it's a fan favorite. Somebody who played with us last year. Our guy, Yannick Ngakwe. Small mm. talk to him. Mm. Yannick Ngakwe. We acquired him from the Raiders. We, we got rid of uh, Rocky Sin for him. We picked him up along with that Gus Bradley pickup, man. And, and, you know, Yannick, I like him, man. I like him. He, he's a silent 
a silent sleeper for me. Um, you know, he has done exactly what we asked for, what, what we got him for. We knew what he was capable of. We're talking about a guy who's averaged eight plus sacks for what, the past five seasons. I think it's five or six seasons. I mean, that's crazy. Hasn't been below that. Hasn't once. been below it. Yeah. I think this year he had, what, 10 and a half or 11? I mean, he had, he had a lot. I think it was nine and a half. Nine and a half? Okay. Maybe last year was 10 and a half. Um, what I like about Unique is exactly what I just said. He gets out there. He does what you need him to do. He's not the most elusive when it comes to, to getting a bunch of tackles. His run grade, you know, this year was like a 43.7, according to PFF, which is up from last year. Uh, well, 2021, I should say, with the Raiders, where it was like a 28.1. That's horrific. Both of those numbers really, realistically, aren't good. Um, but, you know, we didn't get him. We didn't get him to, to be that run defense stopper. We got him because he can get to the quarterback in a defense where where we're not sending a lot of blitzes to up the, you know, up the seams. And that's what I like about him. This is a guy who did exactly what we wanted him to do. Um, he was he able, he was able to get to the backfield when it was necessary, get these sacks for us. And he did it silently. You know, I think a lot of times when we look at someone like him, you may think to yourself, what well, I think he had like under 40 tackles this year, you know, he had a very low number overall. You think to yourself, well, what, what does that much productivity do for anybody in, in, in the grand scheme? It doesn't do a whole lot, but getting to that backfield is what mattered the most. And not only that, but he was also able to, to shine in the time where our defense or excuse me, our offense was so bad. It overlooked that had we had an, uh, a, a, not even a high powered offense, but an offense where we could put up more than 16, 17 points a game, those nine and a half sacks would have been huge for us. But because we were so bad on the offensive side of the ball, it it may it kind of slid under the radar, if you ask me. I think that there were times where he he had a good game and it just was kind of not even thought about because productivity on the other side of the ball was so minimum. So I like him. I hope that uh, the Colts will want to get him back. You know, I'm sure he'll command a little bit more money this year, um, which is understandable. I mean, how many teams can say they they have someone on their on their team who's averaged eight plus sacks every single season? Like, you, you, not too not, many. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to pay that premium for him um, because sacks are a premium in the NFL. We all know that. We, especially with the way these quarterbacks are now way more elusive than what they were on the day of, of the you know, original Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's where they just sit in the backfield and just and just kind of be a statue in the pocket. So now you got to have someone who can get back there and and be able to pull down the Mahomes and be able to pull down the cars and these guys. So pay the man, let him continue to do what he does and develop a little bit more because he's still young. I mean, he's still got some gas in the tank. So let's let's have fun with him. Yeah, I mean he. We have to get him back. I, I I really think it's someone we should target. Uh, I know he's a he's a free agent. I don't know if everyone knows that he's a free agent now. We got to get him back. So he fits our criteria for for targets to you know free agents to target. But like you said, Jamal, he had a quiet season despite having some gaudy numbers on, on our defense. And that that I think the most most of the attention was on one thing, and it's it was the Colts' failure. You know, the failure, which was the Colts organization, unorthodox coaching, uh, inept offense. You've already touched on it. No one really cared that the 27-year-old defensive end led the team in sacks at nine and a half this year. No one really cared. It was just an afterthought. Um, but he's been a great pass rusher for the Colts, which was a need coming into last season. So we filled that need. Why wouldn't we resign him? Especially with Gus Bradley staying, I think he – He'll become a priority this offseason. That's what I'm hoping for. 
Uh, some people will say he disappeared in some games, but consistency is key for Unique. That 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 eight sacks every season. That not a lot of players can say they they've done that. That that type of production you pay for, especially with Ngakwe in his prime. Yeah, fifteen million a year isn't a crazy number for a player of his caliber. Teams value edge rushers. It's it's just a thing. We have to bring him back. But <laughs> you, you touched on his tackles. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. That man. Subpar. Sub, I, subpar. They going to target him, man, because he's yeah, not a great yeah. run stopper. <laughs> he struggles there. 29 total tackles for someone that played 15 games. It means he didn't eclipse two tackles a game. That, yeah. That's a little worrisome. Um, either way, he is invaluable in the pass rush. Needs to get paid. We need to bring him back. So I'm I'm all about unique. Who you like up next? I got a guy for you. Who? What's his name? Listen, talk about your boy Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Mm. Jacoby Myers. That ring a bell? Yeah, that does ring a bell. Look, Jacoby. Everyone remembers Jacoby Myers last season versus the Raiders, where he lateraled back to Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get to him. Oh Got to man. Chandler Jones, who bodied the other Jones. <laughs> that was all she wrote. But you know, despite that, despite that, Jacoby Myers is one of the best free agent wide receivers on the market. He and that that shows you how you know small and, and narrow the wide receiver market's gonna be this this offseason. So even in a dysfunctional Patriots offense, he was productive. He led the Patriots receiving core last season with 804 receiving yards on 67 receptions to go with six touchdowns. Not incredible, but we're not looking for incredible in Myers. I don't think he's a wide receiver one, although I haven't seen him in the best environment yet. So we don't know what's yet to come. But, it, you know, because no, I guess nobody on our team is worth double teaming. Right. <laughs> like someone like true. Justin Jefferson. So <laughs> I, I don't expect to get that um, type of player from him. I haven't seen that yet. What I can tell you is, you know, he can be a perfect security blanket for our next QB, our rookie QB. According to PFF, the guy has only dropped one pass, one pass on 96 targets. Dang. The hands is there. The hands is crazy. Like, sure, fire. He can line up anywhere, slaughter outside, good route runner. He's very quick in his movement. Not like straight line movement speed, but the ability to move off defenders. We like that. We like that. He's, he's someone I would look to on a third and five mm-hmm. need a high percentage play out of to move the chains. Boom. Let's get it to Jacoby. Another thing I've seen is, and this is, this is a very underrated quality is his run blocking. He can block and you know how much we value our run game. Oh yeah. We're in Indianapolis. He's a very underrated blocker. You want to have a guy out there who's going to be valuable without the ball in his hands. So, look, I like Michael Pittman. I even got his jersey. Alec Pierce, Pierce Campbell. They're my boys, too. I like them. But it's it's time to introduce some competition in that wide receiver group. It's time. And I think Jacoby Myers is, is a prime target. Hundred percent. I mean, speaking on Paris Campbell, you know, I mean, there's there's a chance he could be gone. Um, you know, so I mean, there you gotta you gotta remember that when we think about these guys like Jacoby Myers, where you got a quarterback who can step in, and you know, for the first time in a long time, and a very long time, 
I think the Colts are going to become more of a marketable team. We look at what's going on. Everyone has been hiding. No one wants to no one wants to come to Indianapolis with what we've been having, you know, going on these past five years of different quarterbacks. But all of a sudden now we're in a position to get a, a young quarterback. We got a brand new coaching staff, you know, clean house essentially. Uh kept the pieces we wanted. You got you got some some solid players. And of course, we're gonna possibly look at losing Paris, possibly losing out of I think oh, Paris returns. I think he, he really I think he had some he cryptic tweets the other yeah. day, like yeah. yesterday or the day before, but he said good news. Good news, and yeah. He was just on a Colts podcast talking about re-signing. So yeah pieces are lining up i think i think they bring him back but we'll see for sure yeah i i think realistically they they want to keep him here i mean wh- why not you know give him a chance to to expand his wings but the colts have finally become a team that that is a little bit marketable you know and if i'm jacoby i may want to and you know entertain that like you said he's coming off back-to-back 800 yard seasons um he only caught six touchdowns this year but i mean still that that's that's a huge effect. I think he was a great fit for our offense. You know, we look at what they had in, in New England with Mac Jones and and um and um oh my gosh, uh what's their OC's name? I'm having a brain fart. Um shoot, I am too. Oh my god, Matt Patricia. Matt, Matt Patricia, Patricia who's who's and, a defensive uh, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, we saw all the news about like uh, that's been coming out lately about Mac Jones and how they can't treat him, you know, they can't be too hard on him and all that stuff. I tell you that because that sounds like a classic Colts toxic environment where now we have a different a different realm where someone like Jacoby could come here and thrive. He can be that third and five guy like you said. He can be a run blocker. Wide receivers don't like to block. That's what more could you ask for with a guy like that? I mean, we can the Patriots, I don't think the Patriots are going to want to pay him. I think that, you know, if, if we're smart, we can jump on that sooner rather than later because I really do think he could be a key element for us. And like you said, Eric, finally bring some competition into this wide receiver room because I feel like the the, the complace, uh, it can get very complacent in our room because when you look at it, Ashton Doolin was injured. So you really only have Pittman, Pierce, and, and um, um, Campbell. There is no one to test them. So why not bring somebody in the game who can actually put them to the test? And I'll be willing to bet, Eric, I'll be willing to bet you that if they could figure out a way to get him there, hey, odds for our offense going up, being one of the more explosive offenses in the league, I think they'll go up, get a little better. I'm I'm tired of this this false hope I give to the Colts. <laughs> we we were we were talking about dark hole, dark horse Super Bowl contenders with Matt Ryan. <laughs> Things, you know, went downhill. So I, I don't want to get too, too hype right now. But I do think he helps our offense. So we'll see. But Jamal, I, I do want to talk about one thing before we get to our last free agent. Yeah, what's up? You want to talk some DraftKings Sportsbook? Let's do it. Let's do it. NBA fans. It's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, place the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. you got to take advantage of that. It's free. Free. It's literally free. And, you know, we got a bunch of good NBA going on. Guys, got to go check it out. Download the app now and sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. 
only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Who's our Who's our last free agent? Who, who's our last free agent? <sighs> Coles Nation. I got to tell you, I'm excited about this one. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. But get Matt Ryan out of here. Get Nick Foles out of here. Free up some money. Bring in a big boy. Maybe a Super Bowl champion. By the name of Orlando Brown, left tackle from the Chiefs. Eric, you telling me we can't try to go out and get someone who's had some crazy success? Because the Chiefs, I don't. I mean, the Chiefs, I don't know that they want to pay for him. We're talking about a guy who just came off a one-year $16,662,000 contract. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Will they pay him? Will they pay him? Mm, that's a great question. I mean, you got you you got a quarterback you're paying $500 million for. You kind of want to have somebody there. But if they don't want him, guess where they can ship him off to? Indianapolis. We're talking about a guy, like I said, who's been to two Super Bowls, one one with the Chiefs. You know, he he's experienced. He is that extra presence that we need. We think about the Ryan Kellys who are here. We think about the Quentin Nelsons who who are here. Then we see an Orlando Brown, a grade A tackle that's still young, still young, who can come out there and command the field. And I've seen some things that say, you know, he he can play other positions besides left tackle as well. Now, do I want him at any other position? No, I want him at left tackle. And you may say to yourself, well, why, Jamal, you said all this stuff about Bernard Raymond all season long. Why would you want to just go ahead and toss him <laughs> to the wolves? I never said that. I didn't say we had to sign Orlando <laughs> Brown to a 10-year extension. What I'm saying is we have someone who can possibly pick up, put him on a year or two contract. If we like him and he does well, hey, pay him. At this point, the Colts have one of the highest paid offensive lines in the league. If we were to pick someone up like him, I would assume he's going to command somewhere around the, you know, between 17 and 20 mil mark. Let's be real here. Um, that will easily put us at the highest paid offensive line in the league without question. But if we're going to have these assets of a new young quarterback, a still a, a healthy JT, and you can pay this extra money to have a line that you know the left side will be very well protected with a left tackle, a left guard, a center. I mean, I don't really see the problem. And what you do is let someone like Raymond continue to learn. We never wanted to put him out there in the first place this season. You wanted him to kind of take some time to, to grow. I don't think it was in the cards for anybody for Raymond to be the starting tackle this year. Um, I think it was going to be a learning year for him, but we know what happened. He had to get thrown to the wolves. So um, it, would I be comfortable with him going back out there next year? Of course. I mean, I think he's got his water wings now. He's going to have to learn more. But I don't want to pass up an opportunity on picking up someone like Orlando Brown, who Raymond can not only learn from, but also if we need to bounce him to another position, we can teach him how to play right guard. We can teach him how to play right tackle. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to necessarily put Raymond at left tackle. So you get someone like Orlando Brown in here, let him show you why he's commanding this much money. And, and if it works out, then you extend them, then you extend them and you figure out a way to give him his money because there's always a way this, the salary cap is ever changing. They're going to always be players here and there. So you can figure out a way to, to bring in an automatic piece of the puzzle that'll help amplify this offense. Cause we've been speaking on it for forever that since Constanzo left, the Colts haven't figured out a way to, to get this O-line right. Here is one piece that you can possibly entertain that'll help get you back to that level. And, honestly probably better than what it was with Extanzo there yeah look he's not expected to get franchise tagged 
which means he's going to hit that open market. Why not the Colts, man? Why not? Exactly. Look, I get it. Bernard Raymond, super liked by Colts Nation. Plenty of potential. However, I have said before that he was inconsistent last season. He's a rookie, understandable. No knock to him. But guys, we're about to have a rookie QB in there. Think about if it's Bryce Young. <laughs> Y'all really want a guy who's 125 pounds heavier <laughs> landing on him on the sack? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Wouldn't you want to upgrade one of the most important positions on the offensive line? Protect your rookie's blind side? And if we're being honest, we can always, just like Jamal said, we can move Ryman. We can move him to right guard. We can. He 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 can play both positions. He can play guard and tackle. Send Will Fries to the bench. This is more about upgrading our offensive line as a whole. Orlando Brown is a good pass blocker and a great run blocker. Run run blocking is <laughs> that that is key in in this episode. We we keep talking about it. It's important for our offense. Guess what happens when Jonathan Taylor gets help from the offensive line? He rushes for 106 yards a game and eclipses 1800 in a season to go with 18 rushing touchdowns. Yeah, we missed playoffs. We did, but not because of him. Am I speaking out of my neck right now? Like, <laughs> no, because I, I, all I those 100 yard games, we won every single one except for one. I think it was the mm-hmm. Raiders game we lost. So, what, nine and one with him getting 100 yards? So, we need that run blocking there. And we were dominating those playoff teams. Yeah. Like, y'all remember what he did against the Bills? <laughs> Boy. Talk to him. Look, the real problem is what kind of contract is Orlando Brown going to command? I think he's probably going to want at least $20 million a year. Coming off a Super Bowl run, mm, just got paid $16 mil, so he's not going to take anything less than that. Mm-hmm. He's probably the best tackle on the market. Like, yeah, it, it just all depends on who's going to pay him. But the calculated market value, which I don't really believe SpotTrack, but SpotTrack says they got him at $22.4 million a year. Ooh. I mean, that's a, that's a whole lot of money. Exactly. Will the Colts want to make that investment for a four-time pro bowler who's a 26-year-old? That's the million-dollar question. You know, like I said, number one free agent tackle on the market. No matter how you slice it, he's an upgrade at the left tackle position. The issue that's up for debate is, is he worth the upgrade? Is he worth the investment? So, But let me, let me remind y'all of one thing. Y'all remember when we were playing musical chairs with the offensive line with Andrew Luck under center? Yeah, go ahead and remind me how that turned out. Horrible. What, lacerated kidneys, broken ribs, just devoured every single time he touched the field? Yeah. The Colts failed him, and we got a shocking retirement right after. Look, I don't want that to happen. I I use Bryce Young, but it it can be any quarterback back there. We want to get our offensive line as as great as possible. We want to invest in it, use our other draft picks. We can use it to fill other voids. Um, You know, there's a lot of impactful rookies. We we saw a lot of really good rookies uh, this past season on on offense and defense. Gyms can be found. So let's not repeat the same mistakes from the past and do what we have to do to protect our guy. Simple as that. I like the way you talk, man. And and as I said, 110 times before. This is Ballard's final straw. I mean, I don't know what their full conversation was, but he seemed to have kind of turned a little bit of a, of a corner. 
um, when it comes to branching out a little more. I still know he's cheap. He wants to figure out the, you know, the most cost effective way. But at this point, man, if you're going to take all this effort, new again, new quarterback, new coaches, you're getting your running back coming back off of surgery, non-invasive surgery, but still surgery. Hey, go ahead and do what's right for the team. At least talk to the man, entertain what he wants. Like I said, you spend the money one year, you figure it out next year. But why not go ahead and put every single piece of the puzzle that you can right now to set yourself up for the most success? Because I'd rather spend that 20 mil on him and we say, damn, that was a waste of money, than to not spend that money on him and we never know because we saw what happened this year. Like you said, you, we saw what happened with Andrew Luck. I mean, ter- terrible. No one wants to walk into the situation. And I don't think Shane Sykin as a, as a head coach wants to walk into that situation, especially with the Eagles offensive line being as good as it is. Um, I would imagine he's all business. So I think that at this point, Ballard, Ursay, Get the purse out. Go ahead and start cutting people, writing checks. <laughs> it's, it's just that simple. Make moves. Make moves that you need to to get these pieces to the puzzle. Because not only do fans, but players, because you can't tell me that anyone who does this job for a true profession, who, who wants to be a winner and successful, wants to come to work every single day and be like, yo, we just scraping the barrel. Like, no. These guys put everything on the line day in and day out for what it's worth to be the best that they can be, go ahead and give them something that's going to help boost them up a little bit. I hear you. I think it's time. Like, if this is really his last straw, it's time to spend the purse. It's time to open that bank account. Exactly. But we'll see. First, first things first, we got to cut Matt Ryan. I need that money. Boy, bye-bye. Phil. You can go host TV somewhere. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan's had a great career. He can, he can become an analyst. I mean, there's, there's things for him, just not under center for the Indianapolis Colts again. But <laughs> that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you need to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend.